with your permission, Sovereign Lord, in the Blessed Sacrament. We are now in this very special season of Easter, celebrating the victory of our Lord over sin and death. The Lord has risen. This is the joy of the entire world. He died and he is alive. He was crucified and he has come out of the tomb, never to be overcome or vanquished again. The disciples were confused, as we are now confused. How can he be dead and alive? Because it's so difficult for us to understand the mystery of the incarnation, that God became man for us. A child was born unto us, and in doing so, by assuming the will of his Father God, Jesus gives glory to God, first of all, gives the true act of adoration. What is the, the first, the, the primordial act of adoration? God the Son, as man, submitting to the will of his Father God. We are now going to join that act of adoration in the Mass that will follow. Imagine, we are joining God the Son, who is here in adoring God. So it's going to be the most important thing we are going to do, or will ever a human being will be able to do. <clears throat> we go to the text of next Sunday, which is the third Sunday of Easter, <clears throat> special, Sunday, special text in this period. The first text is from the Act of the Apostles. Peter talking to the people, he's no longer afraid because the Holy Spirit is with him. And he's telling the Jews what they did. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers has glorified his servant Jesus. So it's not a different God. There are many gods. Huh? That's why in the faulty English translation of the opening prayer, now, the Vatican has modified. We don't say one God because it's okay, but can be misunderstood, no? It can be misunderstood to say, well, Jesus Christ is one of those gods, no? No, it is God, simply. There is only one God. That's why Peter identifies. It's not a different God I'm preaching you. A new morality, no, he's old because it's what God wanted it to be, but it's brought to perfection, that's it. 
And he makes them aware of what they had done. You handed over, you him, you handed him over and denied in Pilate's presence. By denying him, they were guilty. So it's what is is their sin. Huh? So because before Jesus, I was telling you yesterday, nobody can be indifferent. About neutral, don't involve. No, he cannot be, because he's God. Because he comes to save us, to save you. So when you see that God is coming to you, you cannot be neutral. You are pobor o contra. There is no other solution. Let's renew our desire to be pobor. <laughs> to be favoring Jesus Christ. To allow him to come to our, to our humble abode. Okay, because he is our king and he comes to visit us, each one of us in our heart, especially when we take the communion. You deny the holy and righteous one. You ask a murderer to be released to you. They prefer Barabbas. When we sin, we prefer Barabbas because we prefer sin. But he excuses them. Now I know, brothers, that you acted out of ignorance. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be wiped away. The permanent advice. The attitude of a person, of any person, has to be repentance, contrition, acceptance of the will of God, and to adjust ourselves to his ways. So we may say the solution in these days, I mean now in this pandemia, I will bring out four factors. The first one is A, acceptance. You want to be happy, begin acceptance beyond so I'm here God here I have to be the best I can with this without complaining without protesting but adjusting yourself being realistic well the truth is that we are in this situation what can we do well we have to ask the mask we have to to be a little bit uncomfortable we don't have uh, so many activities here in McKillen, therefore we have less income, so we have to adjust the expenses. Whatever is happening, acceptance of what is happening. We have to be confined. We have to make do. Acceptance. Okay. So, St. Peter is opening the eyes to them. Before, he has declared that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preaching his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. So he's talking to them about this acceptance implied being in reality that it was necessary for Jesus Christ to die for us, to release us for our sins. But, but that our attitude cannot be neutral. I'm not against Jesus. No, no, not enough. Not enough. 
you have to preach his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. This is Jerusalem, so because this is the place we are. So we have to begin from here, from our Jerusalem, which means living fraternity very well, and then to the entire nation. The entire nations are Tanawan, Santo Tomas, <laughs> Calamba, no? Barrio Turbina, hmm? Barrio Real, huh? even to the distant lands of Lipa. Okay? <laughs> so we have to bring the word of God to all nations. So St. Peter includes this in the same speech. How can we do that? Well, we cannot. It's only with the help of God. That's why in the responsorial psalm we say, Lord, let your face shine on us. Hallelujah. What does it mean, his face? His face is what he is. He is God. He is God who comes to save us. That light is his grace, the Holy Spirit, that splendor. Huh? Tanglao, okay, that that shine of God's face. Without His light, we are in darkness. So to be able to repent, to, to to be able to begin repenting, we need His help. To be able to 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 say I'm sorry, to be able to to begin living fraternity and apostolate very well, we need His help. Without his spell, we can do nothing. Without me, nothing. The Lord doesn't say, without me, ahir talaga. No, he says, without me, you can do nothing. It's a ulo. So, open your eyes. We began saying acceptance of the situation. And when we realize, what we see is that the Lord has not abandoned us. He is with us. He has become a man for us. He remains with us, with me, with all of us. And he's accompanying us as we walk along this road of life. What is your feeling? Gratitude. So after A, it comes G, gratitude. It's a ulo, huh? second point. What does it mean, gratitude? That in these days here, you have to exert effort to live gratitude with the persons around you. Little favor here and there. When a person opens the door for you, when another person, I don't know, makes a little act of service, even giving you a glass of water. When you see the other person there crossing in the corridor. Gratitude. And gratitude for the light that the Lord is giving us right now in this meditation. Gratitude because we are able to attend the Mass and receive communion. How many, how many good Christians? Unfortunately, today and all these days, sometimes for months, do not have the possibility of attending a Mass, they have to 
be happy enough are watching a virtual mass which is equivalent comparison as eating one of those wonderful chocolate cake you know how to do or looking at a picture of a chocolate cake <laughs> not the same right so how many people they have to look at the picture and we have this advantage here how many person cannot go to confession how many person cannot have this guidance so acceptance first leads us to gratitude salamus adios okay so remember you have to be like Monsignor Glorioso, no, he died, he was 102 years old, there in San Pablo. And at the end of his life, always he was continually saying, Ay, salamas adios, anything that happened, salamas adios. Huh? And one day, Father uh, Icatlo was going to give the circle in San Pablo, he couldn't go. So he called him by phone, Monsignor, I cannot go there to give you the circle. He says, Ay, salamas adios. <laughs> so, we have to say always, huh? salamas adios. Always. We continue. We'll be reading how the Lord appeared to them, telling them, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Okay? So, always, the Lord giving us this <clears throat> this peace no? this peace no? but we have to go to the others we have to be open to the others as I was telling you the Lord says beginning with Jerusalem and going to all nations this beginning with Jerusalem I was telling you is here so therefore number three so, number one, acceptance, gratitude. And number three, we can say, Q. Not Q as in at the Q, huh? <laughs> but Q as in quality. Quality. Quality time for the people here with you. These days especially, we have to exert effort to live all these moments that we share with the others, meal times, get together, working together, to realize that we are in the same team, quality time, demands sacrifice, demands self-giving, demands attention to the others. The opposite, egoism. I'm very tired, and why should I? All these things that the devil keep on suggesting to us. Okay? So we have to continue fighting. Thanking God, because through his passion, he has given us forgiveness for our sins if we repent of them, if we give ourselves to the others.
in the gospel, we'll be reading how previously the Lord has appeared to the two disciples of Emmaus we were reading last Sunday. And they, he points out the gospel, how they discovered him in the breaking of the bread, precisely. Breaking of the bread. That reminds us of the Eucharist. Probably it was not an actual mass, but it was impressing them how that night, the previous day, the Lord broke the bread and gave it to them, instituting the sacrament of the Eucharist, the presence of Jesus with us, that we are going to have now here, the same sacrifice. It could not be erased from their mind. Serenity, the solemnity of the moment, the importance, because it will be present until the end of the end of the centuries. And they were there, as we know, all together in the upper room. The Lord appeared, peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought they had they were seeing a ghost. Yeah, it happened to us. Is Jesus Christ passing by, passing very near to us, and we fail to recognize him? And sometimes we are startled and terrified. This cannot be Jesus. How can this be Jesus? It doesn't look like Jesus. Does Jesus wear a mask? Well, sometimes, yeah, well, not him, no, but uh, forces us to have it, okay? So, the Lord appeared in many, many circumstances, in many disguises, but it always, it's me, the Lord says, don't be afraid, it is I, I am with you. He is always there. <clears throat> not just to punish us, but to give us peace, to encourage us to continue fighting. The time is not yet over. <clears throat> we have to continue growing, enriching ourselves with the true riches, the riches of the kingdom, acknowledging the Allahas that the Holy Spirit keeps on giving us, gifting us with. Then he said to them, why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? So the Lord is helping them, helping us now to precisely accept with gratitude and to give ourselves to the others, devoting quality time to the others, reflecting in why should I worry so much? Why am I afraid? The devil always wants to spread confusion and inserts fears in our heart. That restlessness, that fear that leads to cowardice, and to give up fighting doesn't come from God, for sure. 
because God is a God of joy and not of affliction. It's a different trial, those that the Lord sent us. Yes, the Lord sometimes wants to harden us, to put it this way, to, to strengthen us and send us trials, but trials that give us peace when we fight. The devil sends us trials, and when we give in, then more bitterness. Isn't it true? When a person does not reject the temptation of the devil, then that person feels that sadness, that remorse, very often impo impossible to retrieve anymore. Why do questions arise in your hearts? Why so much worry, Lord, if you are here with me? If you'd never leave us, if you have promised us eternal life, not by words only, but by actually dying for us, for me, you love me, you gave yourself up for me, for my happiness, to bring me to you forever, with you. Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. What do you see when you look at the hands and the feet of Jesus? His wounds. Why wounds? because he has been suffering, he has been crucified. So the Lord, yes, is telling us it is I, but also pointing out the way. You want to be with me? Carry in your body the wounds of my punishment. We cannot tell the Lord, okay, you carry, yeah, I see the wounds, no, Sayonolan. So, I don't want your wounds. Or to feel, ah, I can go on a man. No, we have to make these wounds our wounds. He's suffering my suffering. And the Lord suffered here. And the Lord suffers, in a manner of speaking, when sin is committed. When unfair situation, unjust situation, happened throughout the world when the poor are neglected, when the true worshippers are persecuted, when the truth is silent. So all these are wounds and many more that we can imagine and be aware of. These are the wounds that we cannot just be, well, contemplating them but not doing anything really about it. So we have to make this our own, okay? the wounds of Christ. That's why he showed us his wounds. You want to follow me? Look, this is the recipe. Touch me and see, because it goes does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. Lord, why do you tell me, touch me? How can I touch you? And the Lord says, touch me in Holy Communion. You are going to do so. Touch me. 
but make the communion, the mass, be with you the whole day. Prolong your day as a continuous mass, as a continuously accompanying me and touching me. Touch me. Keep me by your side. I'm not a ghost which does not have flesh and bones. A ghost means, well, a figure that you respect, like, if you allow me to say, Dr. Rizal, well, yes, Dr. Rizal, that's it, no? But he's not here with us. No, the Lord is not a figure, historical figure of the past. No matter how uh, mm, reverent should be for us, no, it's much more than that. The Lord is alive. The Lord is with us. The Lord is accompanying us and will be with us forever if we don't leave Him. Lord, that I may never go away from You. Stay with us. We need You badly. Like the disciple of Emmaus, we tell him now, remain, remain with us, remain with me. The day is finishing and it's getting dark. He showed them his hand and his peace. <clears throat> and now, while they were still incredulous for joy, they were amazed. He asked them, have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. So the Lord is the risen Lord, but alive, not a ghost. As risen Lord, he actually doesn't have to take lunch every day. So the Lord says, 12.30, lunch. No, uh, before, yes, when he was alive, he had to eat like any one of us. But he could, you see, it's different. He did not need to eat, but he was able to eat. Yes, he could eat, and he did. That's why he asked for the fish. Pero imagine mm, what, a, uh, what a big problem, no? Is the Lord asks something and they don't have. Okay? Imagine that the Lord says, do you have chicken? Ah, we run out of chicken. Why did the Lord ask for fish? And they serve fish. And so God, because they had fish, they must have served some fish in the refrigerator. Talapitok. Huh? Okay, so they have fish. And the Lord knew. Yan. The Lord knew that they had fish. That's why he asked for fish. Because he's God. He knows. So the Lord knows what we have, what we can give. And he asked for it. He asked from you and from me. Give me some fish. So we cannot deny it. Or we cannot, you know, we say, no, siguro wala. Wala nang isda, no, wasna. No, the Lord knows what we can give. So when he's asking something from you in the chat, when he's asking some indication from you, 
in confession or something that in a, in a fraternal correction, don't be afraid. The Lord knows that you have it there in the refrigerator. You have to move, open the refrigerator and serve it to him. Do you want big fish? Here you have, Lord. Don't forget to put there a sprig of tarragon. Okay? Okay. And, uh, and then serve it to the Lord. Lord, stay with us. You spoke to us in a manner that only you could understand fully, but we also learn from it. You are asking us questions that only you know the answers, but little by little we learn them too. You knew that we were afraid. You knew that we have there something to eat, and we gave it to you. And you smile at us. You look at us and smile at us, at me. And you gave me a job to do, to begin in Jerusalem, to go to the entire world. It's a task that I must not overlook. It's a great commission, commissioning me to, to go to the entire world, but beginning here, we have to continue read and re read again this story, how the Lord wants us to go, to stay, to grow, to finish the task assigned to us, to be witnesses precisely. That's what the Christian is all about. Lord, continue interpreting for us the Holy Scripture. We cannot be, we don't want to be separated from you ever again, Mane Noviscum. With you, your mother remains with us because she never separates herself from you. With her, with you, with St. Joseph, our Father and Lord, we can, we must conquer the world for you. <clears throat> I thank you, my God, for the good solutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I beg your help in performing them. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.